What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of A Wolf in Geats Clothing, hosted by yours truly, Wolfson. And with me is my compadre, my brother for another mother, the one and only Mike Phoenix Hero. Let's go. What's up? How's it going, man? How's it going? Pretty good. I haven't seen you in a while, bro. I know. Uh, we took a break last week. Uh, I feel like it was like the most appropriate thing. I got. A, I had a lot of things going on in my life, you know, work-wise, personal-wise. So it's like I just needed a break. But now we're back. Uh, yeah, we haven't seen it in a while for at least two weeks or so since we last recorded. And even on, on the tournaments, I haven't been attending, uh, like I said, work and other shit. <sighs> Yeah, so catch me up. What has been happening ever since Phantom Nightmare has been released to the TCG? Cash Tira, voiceless voice is a thing. <laughs> it's a thing for me. <laughs> it's a fit for you? Yeah. Then you um, you you actually piqued my interest with that voiceless package that you throw into, man. You 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 really um, you really make me wanna you made me like get some of the voiceless cards before it, it, it went like skyrocket. But you, you pulled two lows, right? Yeah, but I but off sold them. I offloaded them the yeah. moment I, I pulled them. I didn't realize. Like, I knew it was going to be the expensive card and I just like, uh, I'm not playing it now. So I offloaded to you, offloaded to the other guy. But I was, after I was looking at your list and it's and you telling me your results and I seen other people's lists with voiceless and whatnot, I was like, Oh shit, this might be the this might be a very fun deck to play. And especially a very a good deck to play against uh fire decks, you know, snake eyes or fire king, whatever you're playing. So mm -hmm. I was like, all right, I guess I'll pull it on. I bought two boxes since release, and one of those boxes I managed to pull the freaking quarter century. Before. My first Quarter century or star like rare ever. And I told you, I told you, it's like, yeah, if I pull it, if I pull it from the bots, I'm investing any more on boxes. And now it's just singles all around. I did it. I, I, so and you, I, you pulled one of everything, right? Literally, like, you've pulled a ghost rare, you've pulled a old T, you've pulled a starlight. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. I think I did pull a ghost rare. I believe so. I don't remember which one. It was probably Cyber Dragon. I don't remember. But yeah, I I I managed to pull all of them. I've I pulled multiple ultis countless times. Secrets and ultras, obviously. Uh chase cards. Like I think this set has I've been pulling more of the chase cards more than anything. Like I've pulled at least five popular in all the investment on buying the booster brats or boxes. Bro. Five. Bruh. Where was this luck for bonfire? <laughs> See, I did, I wasn't I, I wasn't gonna make that mistake. I wasn't gonna mistake because at least in any of these investments with popular, I also had like other like I pull Prometheans. I also pull more lows. And I also pull more other secrets that people will want, you know. And I pulled the the quarter century. See stuff like that. I can offload immediately and get my money back. Before the fire dies out. But the bonfire that like, sits like that, like based on memories of millennia, whatever it's called, where the they're the only chase card is just the one bonfire. Every fellow is just garbage. No, I cannot risk myself going for that commitment, and make that investment. I can see myself doing it on core sets, absolutely. Especially 
that little time period of corsets, you know, between the sneak peeks and the date of the release. It's like it's one of those like little time periods in which like get it while it's hot. And while and mm-hmm. when it's hot, sell it, sell, 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 because a week yeah. or two later, it's gonna die out. It's gonna die out. Bro, low reached 80 freaking dollars. Like that's crazy. Low. And it's not even, and it wasn't supposed to be a a chase car. It wasn't supposed to be like one of those cards that needs to be, but they put they put it because Poplar and Promethean became ultra rares, and the, you know, value of that's just gonna go down. And low became the highest siphon. It, it became the Furion effect. Like, you know, Regulus was like highest 60 or 80, so a, a ridiculous amount. And everybody knows, like, oh, we need to have Regulus. If you're gonna play Fury on Punk yeah. at the time, or Furions, or whichever version you Furions you want to play, because that was the only good secret out of that sh- garbage set from the Dimensional Falls. Yeah, it was the only good secret. So, yeah, I've been having a lot of good success. Not that I really was seeking it. I was just looking to just for the sport of it. I've been having good success, and once I pulled that quarter century, I said no more. Not buying any more boxes. That's it. I'm not buying any more boosters. I don't need to invest anymore. Let me get my voiceless cards. Singles all the way. And that's the mentality I'm gonna have on the on the on the next course at Legacy of Destruction. I just want my Tenpai Dragons, man. That's what I want. Just get the just get the set. I'll buy some in the sneak peeks and probably buy a bot to support the the store. But everything else is just singles game. Singles, singles, singles. No more buying boxes. No more boosters. Like not going to that rabbit hole ever again. I, I, I made my commitment. I re, I did it. It was fun while it lasts. Time to move on, man. Um, anything? Have you pulled anything? Like I know, I'm pretty sure you bought a few boxes after after the release or something. No. Really, nothing. You didn't want to. Nothing. I just bought the. I bought. I didn't. I don't. I haven't bought anything. Except for the singles, just the uh, starlights, uh, quarter all the quarter centuries that yeah. you need for your deck. Yeah, I did buy one quarter century. You're gonna, <laughs> you think it's troll? It's that psychic monster that summons two psychics from your hand. Which one's that one? It's like um, it's like those TCG exclusive cards that come at the end of the set. And there was a oh, is it like psychic? It looks like a, it looks like a cube. Oh, psychic encoder, right? Maybe. Some- so, hold on. I need to check. I need to check. Psychic. Basically, the effect is like you can, uh, when you control it, you can banish it and you can summon two psychics. It's two psychic or machines or uh, cybers from your hand. Mm-hmm. And they can attack directly that turn. I f- who, who, somebody told me that, like, oh, yeah, that card is. It's called Psychic Processor. There you go. That's the card. Yeah, I pulled two ultra rares on that one. Yeah, they somebody told yeah. me it's like, oh yeah, if you're playing Cosmos, that's a great card. I was like, oh okay, good. Ain't nobody, and nobody playing fucking Cosmos, you know. Wait, so you're if implementing? I do pure cash I'm adding this. Oh, you're implementing that. If I play pure cash tier, yeah. Yeah, yo, that's all the cashiers are psychics. Hey, yo. <laughs> Except Riceheart. Hey, yo, you what? Oh man. Bro, talk talk to me about Voiceless Castiera. What has been happening in the past two locals that I missed out, man? Um, I saw your deck profile and I was like, yeah, I got something. 
I got something now. Now I can like cook some voiceless cash too. <laughs> so at the preview, you were there. Yeah. Do you remember what I got? You had the, was like third. Yeah, you were third place. The following week, you were not there. That was the official release, mm-hmm. or the week after the official release. Um, I went. I was undefeated until I fought Roots at the end. It was me and Roots, and I made a deck profile of his. Yeah. Um, I think you commented on it. Yeah. I could. I couldn't be his Fire Kings. I opened like so subpar. Oh. Like. You know how like you want to open low to get the fields um, to get the spell bomb. I open like the opposite way. <laughs> I open the fields of uh, the continuous spell and blah blah blah. And it, he just knew like where to stop it. Yeah. So he got me, and he runs two uh, princesses. Two so my unicorn couldn't stop him. Oh, yeah, my shoot. unicorn. Because I literally I go unicorn, and I was like, "You're done, bro. <laughs> Give me your princess." And I saw he had two, and I was like, "I." I could have overcommitted uh-huh. and then forced and forced another like unicorn to like get his other princess, but I didn't. And he played, he basically got the ball star out on the field and then beat over my unicorn. And then he was like, Oh, there's no more unicorn. So he gave up his battle phase just to beat over unicorn. And then he was like, well, now I can go full combo because you can't stop me. And I was like, yeah. Oh no. So, but I had another, I had another unicorn in hand and I was like, I should have just normal summoned it. Because because even if he beat over one, he couldn't beat over two. Mm-hmm. So like I didn't overcommit, and he just like I he just outplayed me. He's like, yeah, I'm just gonna beat over a unicorn. I was like, okay. And then game two, like I said, I, I opened the voice and stuff like very sub subpar, and um, just got it. Mm. But the rest of my matchups were, I think they were fine against Lab. No, he didn't play Lab. I forgot what deck he was playing, but he's the Lab player, not Kenneth. It was like someone else. Um, I forgot his name. He opens up par. I'm trying to remember what my other matchups were. I honestly don't remember, but I, I remember like just fighting Roots because mm-hmm. that was like my worst worst matchup. That was the one, the one and only. Oh no, I remember one. There's a new guy. I don't know if he was new. I don't think he was new to Yu-Gi-Oh because he had old cards. Mm-hmm. But but he's I guess new he was to new scene? to playing like physically mm-hmm. because he didn't know about the time rules. Oh, and so he kind of got upset, oh, um, which really? is like understandable. Like I also get upset at the time rules, but um, basically, like I burned him with um, uh, Ray Raptor Napalm, and he got and upset. I had, like, no- I... I had nothing else, so like I couldn't stall. So I was like, okay, here you go. Like I passed turn, right? Yeah. And um, he goes and he does his place. He gets rid of some stuff. He attacks with. He had two monsters on field. He attacks with one. And he beats over Napalm, mm-hmm. but then he doesn't declare attack with the other one. And I'm in my head, I was like, I'm not gonna correct him. I'm not gonna tell him to attack me. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He's like main phase two. I'm like, okay. And then he like passed turn. Then so it's back to me. Mm-hmm. And time is called in my main phase one. And I was like, I I have more life points. And then he was like, What do you mean? I was like, It's over. He's like, I don't get a turn. I was like. No, like time rules are it ends at the phase that the current player is stuck in. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, he's like, so I don't get a turn. It's not back and forth. I'm like, this is not one piece, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, or, I mean, I don't know if it was one piece. I just said that because that's what people always compare to. Like, oh, one piece has better time rules. So it's like, yeah, but a turn in Yu-Gi-Oh can take 20 minutes. Like, yeah, because again, you don't have any like mana uh, resource management or whatever. Right. Um. So. 
So then he tried to argue that like, he's like, well, how do, how come we don't have the same amount of light points I attacked you? I'm like, you declared one attack, you didn't declare two. And the whole time I was like, I was like, damn, he's gonna like tie with me. But he didn't. So he was kind of upset. And then he went to play with like the pearly guy. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, oh, I hope like we don't have to go into time rules, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, bro, it's not my fault. Like, yeah, bro. Sorry. Like, like, I, like it, it sucks. I like your first experience with time rules. It sucks. That it was against me. Like, I never want right. to make people's like first, especially when it's like I am playing napalm, you know, mm-hmm. like I understand it's like you lost because I played like a, a package that burns you, you know, um, but it is what it is. That's how you go. It, it's, it's built. Exactly. Currently. So that's what he told the the pearly guy and then he ended up going to time with the pearly guy and like he just started his turn like the pearly guy just started and he's like okay like i can't burn you i can't blah blah so he's like okay that's game he's like oh i don't get a turn for this and he's like no like even if like game three only starts with only like one player going like that's it so i think it was like he was like he was like very upset like the time and i get like i get it gotcha bitch yeah it's it's like in my case yeah like Mike, he's like, I got a turn, he got a turn, and then came back to me. Mm-hmm. So he thought, like, oh, it's gonna even out, and he gets one back. And I was like, no, against a pearly guy, only the pearly guy went, and then he just got stuck in main phase one. So it's like he got a turn, and that was it. So he assumed like he gets one. And then we're like, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, so, my man, my man, it happens. It happens to yeah. everybody, bro. Like I mean, that's part of Yu-Gi-Oh, bro. Sorry. Yeah, I, I feel bad when people lose the time, but it's just like I said, like it is what it is. Like it's just like, I, how ego is nowadays. Like you know, I don't, I don't mind whoever, whoever, I, whoever I go, I don't mind losing to time because if it if it happens, it happens. You know, that, that's that's out of our control. Like we took, I took forever, or my my opponent took forever. Like that's part of those. I get really salty through time when I know my opponent is, is stalling. Mm-hmm. When I know my opponent is slow playing, just so he can get a turn or so I don't get a turn or have a chance to respond or anything, and then time calls, that's when I get salty. That's when I get like, yeah. that's bullshit. And I know that he that they be slow playing, but I don't have any evidence or proof that he actually did the commitment of it. Yeah. Other... Other than that, then I know it's like, dog, you don't have anything. Like, I know your moves. I You only had two cards. Like, there's nothing else. I don't know why you're stalling. That I can prove for evidence. Yeah. But if you're a full hand and you're just like stalling wait, and thinking and whatnot, like, I, I, that I don't have any evidence to say that like, you're slow. Play. Unless the one time that I played against somebody when Runic was, when Mystic Mind Runic was a thing. I was the saltiest player ever because the motherfucker who it was playing Mystic Mind. It was Mr. Mind Runic Burn, you know? And the guy was just literally stalling. Because he no, because yeah. when I start to commit on plays, like for example, Cosmic Cyclone, Mystic Mind, thinking, thinking. What is though to think? You don't have anything on the field. You don't have an omni negate. You don't have a solemn judgment. You don't have anything to negate my spell that especially if you're playing a runic spell deck what are you thinking yeah. i'm like dude what are you doing do you have you don't do you have an ani to respond to that and he's like i'm thinking no that's okay i'm like are you kidding me bro 
And this was on a regional, yeah. and I complained about it to the to the judge, and the judge gave me the win for that round. And the guy was just like, "Oh, but I don't understand, like how." And I and the judge is like, "You're slow playing because you know that there's nothing that you can respond to it, and you, you just can do, yeah, you're stalling for time. You are not allowed to." No, they gave me they gave me the. That's why, like, I kind of like master duel sometimes because it's like. There's no stalling if you don't have anything you can activate. <laughs> Master Duel is going to resolve it immediately for you, you know? Oh, oh my God. Backwards. You know, so, sometimes I hate Master Duel for that reason, for the time, because I, I could go combo off um, I, because I forget I'm in, I'm in time in Master Duel. I keep forgetting mm -hmm. I'm in time. So when I'm doing combo, I take my time. And then when I'm not even halfway there, I, I realize like, holy shit, I only got 60 seconds left. Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> click, 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 click. And then when it's my opponent's turn, I only have 20 seconds left. And, it, and every time that there's something to respond, it's like, no, 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 I cancel, cancel, cancel. I can't lose because of time. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I feel kind of bad for him because it's like, it does leave a bad taste in your mouth. And like, I don't, no, absolutely. I don't want to push people away from, from Yu-Gi-Oh, right? It's like, I want people to play the game. I mean, were it's you very fun, encouraging but... and let her know, say, like, hey, doll, like it happens, you know, and shit like that? No, because he was kind of giving me like a bit of attitude. Oh, okay. About then fu it, then fuck know? him. It fuck wasn't him. like he yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. oh, I, I didn't know that's how the rules were. It was very like, all right, then let, oh, let, let it suck. Fuck him. Fuck yeah. him. Let her learn on his own then. Let her learn. He will, yeah. He will... I mean, I still feel bad. That's just my nature, but it was whatever. And then again, I next guy was a, a new pearly guy. Um, oh. You haven't met him. Oh. New pearly guy. He's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Cool dude. Um, there were a couple things I had to like uh, explain, but I ended mm -hmm. up winning. Um, Savaris, bro. <laughs> Savaris, bro. He goes like expertly noir with five with five materials. I was like Savaris. He's I was like, like <laughs> you can. I got five materials. It's like it doesn't matter. Savaris negates yeah. the special summoning. So yeah, when you special summon, Saravis has the chance to trigger his effect and then buy. Pearly didn't even yeah. matter. Yeah. And then I had to and then I had to explain that like when you negate a summon, it's mm -hmm. not on the field technically. So it doesn't go from field to graveyard. Right. It, yes, exactly. I had, I had to explain that. Because I'm like, technically, you have nothing on your field. So it didn't go into the graveyard. Because there's like the effect that's like um. Uh, what is it? I think my friend Pearly that like if a, a face up XCs goes into the graveyard, you can like recycle three Pearly monsters back. Ooh, so well, right. that was my back. Because technically that card is banished. I forgot Savaris banishes. Ban yeah, Savaris exactly. Send the grave. It, banishes. No, it, it was my banishes. bad. Well, regardless, I was I had explained to him. I'm like, hey, like it never went from field to grave because it technically never hit the field. Yeah, because the summon was negated. The summon was negative. Um, exactly. Yeah, but he he was a cool dude. Um, and he came back last week, so it was like I was oh, like okay. nice, like he actually liked playing it. Um, but yeah, so then last game was Roots. Um, like I said, couldn't beat him. Roots, my um, man. And then I did a shout out to Roots, and then I did, did the deck profile because I was like, yo, people need to see him. Yo, for sure. Um, and Roots then is cooking. last week, Roots, Roots yeah, became cooking. Roots became the medicine. I mean, this is his format. This is what he was preaching about. This is the format that he wanted. He wanted as a yeah. one deck format in which he can actually just focus in and that's what he's gonna go for and, and then last, last week, week last week there was a regional at a prodigy, a prodigy so yeah very small uh i mean to be fair i feel like a lot of people that go to mad cards don't really go to regionals 
Only you and like me. You, me, maybe Alex. Yeah. Yeah, Alex. Um, and uh, even then, like, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen Alex at Prodigy. I've seen him at the Cool Stuff region. Yeah, also. the Cool Stuff. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Yeah. Um, the branded player. Remember him? Zaire? Uh, yeah, Zaire. Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't. He hasn't come to Mad Cards in a while, so like, yeah. I wouldn't have expected him to be there. Like, oh, on Saturday, you know. Right, right. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, because there's only eight people, and, and we had to beg like Chris, like a uh, lawyer, Chris, not. Mad Cards, Chris. We had, to, we had to beg him to play because I was like, bro, like we need eight to start. <laughs> so it was only like three rounds. First round was against my friend Lulu. Um, I tied with him. He was mm-hmm. playing Exo Sister. Oh, he's back so, again. Yeah, so he kept just banishing my like voice. Of stuff, course, he like, does. Yes. Yeah, first game he shifted me. Ah, uh, like, no. I was like, well, this is why we play cash. <laughs> Burf, special summon. <laughs> yeah, theosis. Yeah. Um. And then no, but it, yeah, my hand was like suboptimal. He um, mm-hmm. I think I had more voiceless stuff than cash. Oh. So I was like, uh oh. Yeah, I couldn't do anything. And then like at the uh, I literally set the odd ice pendulum graph. Right. And then he thought I was gonna pendulum summon, and I was like end phase. And then, um, because I got to search, and he was like, "That's probably the most scariest thing you've ever done against me." I was like, "Just set the pendulum scale for one scale." Yeah, I, I never got the ritual summon against him because he kept like stopping my stuff. Right. Um, game two, I won, but again, it was just getting all the cash stuff, and then um, cashier scareclaw, like negate, like I already declare attack, so it immediately gets negated, and then he was trying to quick effect. I'm like, "Your stuff is negated, bro." Yeah, like. Scareclaw immediately negates on declaration, so you can't even respond. Um, and I told him, like, you should have probably activated your effects in main phase one before, before letting me go into battle. Yeah. And no, oh, well, technically, he, like, in, in battle phase, like, both of you can activate, like, quick effects before the turn player declares an attack. Mm. So he could have actually activated there before I declared an attack, mm-hmm. but he didn't. So I was like, okay, like, I asked you, we're all good. You're negated, bro. <laughs> And then, like, so I won that. And then game two, uh, three, we had, like, two minutes left on the clock. And he couldn't. Um, he has a card that gives him life, but he couldn't get it. He couldn't do that combo. So he was like, it's a draw. Game two was against a new kid, like, an actual kid. I felt so bad because he goes normal summon Ponix. And I was like, I, so we played Fire King, Snake Eyes. Okay, so he got the thing. And I was like, troll. And he was like, he, he was like, what does that do? I'm like, you can't add cards to hand from deck anymore. And he was telling me, he's like, oh, that's why people play that card. Because he's like, I see it in deck lists all the time. And I never knew why it's in every deck list. And then he was like, I run three and I didn't know it was that strong. And I was like, oh my God. It's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Don't just No, he doesn't know. Let me tell you. So then, um, oh yeah, it was Ponix and nothing else. So then I um I open only my voiceless stuff. Uh-huh. And so I do the voiceless line and just like OTK him. Oh. Um, so then he was like, Oh, you're playing rituals? I was like, Yeah. yeah. But I didn't tell him cash ritual. So then game two, oh my god. Then um lawyer Chris was making fun of me so much. He was like, boo, boo, because I used troll the kid. So I literally showed him, like, okay, I'll side out my trolls. Like, <laughs> leave me alone. And then game two, he goes first and he sets one card. And then mm-hmm. he um 
what is it? He um he like set no, I forgot what it was. Yeah, he he set one car face down. Mm. I was like, oh, okay. And then this time I only opened Kashira stuff. Oh. So then I I special summon Unicorn. He's like, oh, you're playing that too? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And then Chris was like, boo. <laughs> Cash. I was like, I was like, whatever. Um, but I couldn't OTK him. You're confusing him. the kid, bro. You're confusing it. He doesn't yeah. know what he's fighting against. Uh, he thought, like, smoke screened him or something. <laughs> Emotional damage. Um, but then um, I couldn't OTK him. Then he got the island. He uses island. He gets some stuff. Oh, the monster he put in defense was a vanilla. So I was like, okay, he's not playing Fire King Snake Eyes. He's just playing a pile Fire King deck. Right. So I was like, I, I felt so bad because I felt so threatened by the normal summon Ponix. So then, um, <laughs> you shot, you I killed, caught, you killed them very quickly. You didn't I even killed. let it. Like now, you made sure he had no fun, no fun today. And then, um, he starts doing his plays and stuff, and then he's about to enter battle, and I was like, Cosmic Cyclone. Your, your Fire King Island. Yeah. And then he like banishes it. And I'm like, okay, your monsters are destroyed. And then he's like, okay. But he's like, wait, Cosmic Cyclone does that? He's like, can I read your Cosmic Cyclone? And I gave it to him. He's like, it doesn't say my monsters are destroyed. I was like, read your Fire King read Island. Read your Fire King Island, my man. And then read. he was like, he was like, wow, you use, you use my own card against me. I was like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Emotional damage. I'm so oh, no. sorry. Sorry, kid. Oh, no. And then, um, so then I won, obviously. <laughs> obviously, then, um, right? Obviously. <laughs> Was there any <laughs> doubt in the mind? <laughs> no. Um, so, <laughs> so then, um, wait, well, hold on. Before you go in, anybody who's listening right now, if you guys are listening to the podcast or you're watching the podcast and we're talking about if you're returning to Yu-Gi-Oh! or you started to play Yu-Gi-Oh! and you and you're watching deck profiles, guys, don't just watch the deck profile and look at the cards and see which cards I should get. No. Read the cards and what it does. Also, listen to what the person who's doing the deck profile explain what the card does. If they tell you, oh, it's self-explanatory, then research the card and listen and read it and so you know what it does. Otherwise, they will explain yeah. to you in a brief summary. Oh, this, this card searches, you know, allows me to stand, you know, this and that. But guys, when you watch your deck profiles, especially on Mike Phoenix's deck profiles, listen, because valuable information comes from it. Otherwise, you're going to yeah. be like the kid that's like, oh, what does that do? Cosmic Cyclone banishes your card. Open to destroy. Yeah. Your, your field spell does, though. Read. Yeah. Read, guys. Read. I, I agree. If, if someone tells you it's self-explanatory, then just read it read or it. just like ask for help. Ask, like, I don't yeah. mind explaining. Like I didn't mind explaining Droll to him. Right. But he was very like, oh, I didn't understand why like everyone has it. And it's like, well, if you read it, it tells you why. Exactly. Like, it's, exactly. Um, Go on, man. Yeah. So like, yeah, I beat him. He uh, he gave me his deck to look at and I told him like, you, sh you have to take out the vanillas because he was using them as like either beat sticks or like, like high defense like uh monsters oh okay. but so i'm like no like you like you want to like gain advantage off your like normal summon so i told him like look like your ponics is so good because it lets you like search sanctuary and then sanctuary lets you so like you start to like build off advantage from a normal summon mm -hmm. but 
just having a normal summon to just put face down is like not like good enough. Mm-hmm. And um, he didn't have any hand traps. So I gave him like an ash blossom. I was like, here you go. Like I had an extra, I think, uh, super rare from the rarity collection. I was like, here you go. Like you can have it. Right. <laughs> um. So I was like, because he, I, he's like, no, I don't have money for ash. Blah blah. So I was like, you can have one. Like it's not gonna. Nothing to me. You're such a great person. You're such a great person. But uh, it was kind of funny because he was like, he's like, he's like, I've been scoping out this store for two weeks, and he's like, my goal is to win at least once. And I was like, awesome. Like, come back next week, then. You know? Yeah, come back next week. <laughs> and, yeah, and then me and Matt were telling him to maybe look into the tri brigade stuff. Mm. Like, because like he, I don't think he can afford the the snake guy stuff. He was already saying like Ash Blossom was like a bit expensive. I was like maybe like. The tri brigade stuff is like worth looking into. Yeah, tri brigade. So, I'm like, so now you have like a semi competitive deck. Or because so yeah, cards isn't that competitive, you know? No, no, no. It's fun to play, and and if you want to yeah. play competitively, it's a good place to t- try out your deck competitively. If you want to compete on regionals, yeah. like it's always good, you know. And also, also I've heard that if you want to play very budget budget Fire King. Splash the super heavy samurai package and you have great success. This is based on what Pac has done. That he played on a locals mm-hmm. with Fire King and Super Harry. Did not spend Bonfire or Snape Guy package or anything. Just Super Harry. And for some reason he managed to get through. So that it, it is yeah. a possibility. You don't have to spend twelve hundred dollars to play it. Excuse me to play a deck. You can you can spend less than ten. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. so I was I was hoping that. And then the third game was against Manny. Okay. Um, he was playing for the first time in a while because you know how he always goes to the store only plays like One Piece. Yeah. So we asked him to like join the tournament because otherwise we wouldn't have like the eight people. Mm. So he was playing um, <laughs> he was playing a uh, Sword Soul. Oh, really? Um, Man. Game game one. Blast from the past. Game one, he got no, sorry. I got game two, he got. Um and and game one was funny because um he like not game one. Game one I won because he had like a suboptimal hand. Okay. Um he finished with like the the one that banishes. Like if something gets banished, it can banish from your grave and your field. I think is that that's Chichao. Uh no change uh supreme sovereign the the big boss monster okay he had that and then he was at the iris sword soul on field and I was oh, like shit. Oh, okay um but I ended up like beating him then game two yo we got I got <laughs> we got, I got clowned on because uh by Travis but I told him he was trolling but basically Manny um finished siding right he goes his turn one or whatever mm-hmm. and then I go into um he passes turn. <laughs> and then on standby, or sorry, on drop face, he's like D bear calling ritual. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> I was like, I was like, bruh. And then Travis was like, Travis was like, Rich D bear ritual on a Kashtira deck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> I was like, I was like, he fears my rituals more than my um my Kashtiras. Xyz, my oh, Xyz. But then like that kind of like did backfire because um 
I mm. got anti uh, anti Zeus out. I got Typhon out yeah. because of it. So I did some stuff, blah blah blah. Mike Typhon uh, returned back back to deck and then beat over his other monsters. So I was like, I had to like suboptimally play because I couldn't do my ritual stuff. And of course, I opened the voiceless stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was just funny. I never <laughs> I never thought someone would call ritual against me um, <laughs> while playing Kashira, but. It worked because he he won that game, and then game three I I won, did did the cash line and managed to like stop him and I was like mm. that's it for game, um so I ended up getting second undefeated because I didn't lose I only drew to Lulu right undefeated um, so well under losses is a zero so sure <laughs> there's a zero bro it's not a quote it's, mm-hmm. it's a big fat zero under losses uh-huh. um but yeah so I've been having fun with it. It, yeah, to me, it's like if I open the voiceless stuff, it can carry me. If I open the cashier stuff, it can carry me because like I just open a unicorn and I can just like full OTK with opening no like voiceless cards. Right. And then if I have a mixture of both, it's like very suppressive against the opponent because I'm like, now nah, I have Omnigate, Gate, Special Summon Gate, Banish from, you know, Fenrir Banish, Unicorn Banish. So it's like there's so much like interruption. Mm-hmm. And it's like fun to me because like I didn't like combo off like 20 minutes to get this. It's like, that's what kind of like the voice stuff because like you get two negates, but it didn't take you like 20 minutes to get them. It's not like when you have to like do all these like pendulum shenanigans and then it's like finally at the end you get like two or um, three omni um, negates. Yeah. I think the voice stuff is like the right amount of effort for like a good a good reward. Mm-hmm. And then having the cashier in case like I fight like shifter decks. It's like, okay, I have I still have a fighting chance. Assuming I open the cashier stuff. But right, right. But yeah, I don't know. It was very fun. I want to fight you, so hopefully next week we get paired up. <laughs> or this week we get paired this, up. This week, I'm bringing the Earthbound Kashtira. Earthbound Kashtira. So far. So far. I haven't tested it. I mean, I've been testing it online. I don't, I don't know how well it's going to go uh, on live. If I feel like mm-hmm. it's not enough, then, you know, I'll, I'm going to switch to voiceless. Because I already got the Voice- cards. So I already know I want to play voiceless for a bit, you know, and there's like three ways that I want to play voiceless. So it's like, I want to definitely try your cashier variant. I want to play the branded version because for some reason you splash branded on voiceless and it makes sense. You basically get Jogan yeah. on, on your side of the field. Nobody can special summon. It's like, yeah. It's like how it's like it doesn't matter if you're like extra deck locked because ritual summon is an extra deck lock. So exactly, that's the that's the cool thing. And also, like I want to play the the other version, the the pure version, because that pure version has been a lot of success. I've seen it a lot in the charts. Then you in the OCG, well, not in OCG here in TCG. I've seen it like it's been topping a lot on regionals Mm -hmm. on certain regionals and YCS. I'm like. Wow. Okay. So it's going, it's going like the representation is minimal for sure, but it's there. Like, like look at it as if the tier elements versus sprites, like sprite can, can compete with tier element. It's going to be an uphill battle. It can compete. And there's not a lot of representation, but it's there. Like, you know, sprite is a force to be reckoned with. So voiceless for some reason the pure version, uh, it's making wonders, and I'm and I'm seeing some of the stuff. I mean, 
the the extra deck is just the two bots. Like the most important card in your extra deck has to be Ark, maybe Typhoon, and two Dino Mondos. That's pretty much the most important yeah. cards in your extra deck. Every fatals can be two bots. That's why I've seen a lot of people playing super poly. Like yeah. I'm seeing it. I was like, holy crap. This guy, this deck can go nuts. And this guy can go nuts with just putting floodgates, like anti-spell fragrance, or even uh what's this what's this card's name? Um Summon Limit. I've seen a lot of people playing Summon Limit, Cosmic Cyclone, and everything. Because, bro, like it only requires two two summons for you to get your school guardian and you're good. And also with anti-spell. You can get that from low. Low can just have the the spell card on the field face up and Saphir yeah. effect on the graveyard. So it's like you won't, you don't really need it unless you're playing the other car engine cards, you know. And, th and the way I seen it is that people are just normally playing like uh like at least twelve hand traps in this deck because everything else is just gas. Like when you have frost, I'm playing. Uh, prep preparation. I'm playing six. I'm playing six. I'm playing two ash, two ghost. But two here's the thing: you're Droll. you're playing six because you have two engines in one deck. Yeah, you try to balance it out. So that makes sense. You're trying to balance a deck that that normally it doesn't go with with each other, but you made it balance it off. You know that's fine. But I'm um, pure decks like pure decks. You definitely need at least a good twelve because there's nothing else. But most of it, it's just gas because out of all the all of it, like I'd say, prosperity, um, preparation of riots, um, one for one, one for one, dude, one for mm -hmm. one. Everything else is just pure, pure engine cards, you know. Sometimes even put Maximus and, and Nadir Servant because that just can facilitate your combo even faster, you know. So yeah. it looked it it picked my interest that I managed to get all the cards. Um, I'm still waiting for them. Um, I feel like I'm just gonna play Earthbound Castier this week, and then the next week if I come back again on the locals, I'll probably be at Voiceless. I don't know which version of Voiceless, but we'll see. Yeah, or maybe maybe I'll play Voiceless this week. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. I still I still don't know. I still don't know. We'll see what when, when we get there. When we get there, we'll know. Um, yeah, I, it seems like it's very open. Uh, it seems like it's gonna be fun. Um, I don't. Have, I like some in limit. Some in limit is just broken. You know, like because even I, if you, you saw my video, right? I explained how like yeah, even though you have like three summons in your turn, you can still like use summon limit because like uh, use diamond. Mondo to bring back the ritual low and then your main phase once they do anything you immediately just bring Savaris out and then you just summon limit right after on top so it's just like, like what can they do <laughs> bro ridiculous it's a, a, like out of all the floodgates sure let's 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 not ban that one or let's not limit it yeah it's it's a fair card yeah okay I agree I agree. I thought their kill would be one was much fairer, but you know, that's all right, cool. Yeah. Summon limit. Nobody can play. Two summons only. Yo, but I, I try to do summon limit a fucking George, and George somehow 
bullshits himself around to to come back. That guy, his his bullshit D link deck is is something else, man. I don't know. I probably beat him once. I don't know how many times I've ever beat him, bro. I I lost count because he's always have some bullshit with his with D like he always finds a way, man. I said like, ah, fuck, bro. Like I, I'm fuck this shit. He he's played against or he's played through two shifters. So yeah, he's yeah very he's skillful. You're a very skillful player, George. Shout out to you, my brother. Um, what else? Uh, I. I mean, all I can say is like, well, work at the T zero format, man. We're we're now into the format where it's all fire, fire. It's the year of the fire, basically. It's like every everybody's playing Snake Eyes, everybody's be playing, you know, Fire Kings, or there's little representation of rescuers, which is kind of interesting. Nobody's now not giving a fuck about rescuers. People are more paying <laughs> yeah, attention. Yeah, that is funny. Yeah, like, and that's the that's the one that everybody was hyping. Oh yeah, rescue ace is gonna be it's gonna be tough, man. Rescue ace, oh yeah, rescue ace with with the bonfires and whatnot. Yeah, Promethean, oh it's gonna be ridiculous. Yeah, rescue ace is like little representation, man. I don't see it. Yeah, so here's zero format. This is the fire king format or fire format. You know where everybody and their mothers and including the pros are all playing the same freaking debts. You have any thoughts about this? I mean. I think they're gonna hit it. They're the gonna ban this. I feel like there's no way it goes unchecked. They're gonna do the slap and they're gonna on hit the, the snake eye stuff. If they're gonna hit, if they're gonna kill that deck, the whichever deck, they're gonna hit it twice. They have to hit it twice. They're gonna first give a slap on the wrist to check on them, and then they're gonna ban a card so nobody can play. No, they're gonna ban one of the old Fire Kings card because they still want to sell the new stuff. So they'll mm. hit like Avada or something. Mm. The 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 monster negate. Mm. Oh yeah, fuck that card. I don't. I never liked it. Yeah. Because yeah. the monster negate, and then when it hits the graveyard, then you can summon another monster. Yeah. From the grave. So it's like I feel they'll hit that because it's like, yo, this card's from 2014. Like, like it has no we'll business to it. be here. Yeah. Yeah, but you can still play the new Fire King stuff without it. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what they hit with. That's what they did with Super Heavy. They left all the new cards untouched. Just hit the old Scarecrow Link. Yeah. From like 2020, they're like, oh, we'll hit this old card. And you then, can still play Super Heavy Samurai, technically. Technically, but um, it's not. It wasn't. It's now. It's not as consistent as it was with the Link. I didn't realize the Link was that broken that it killed the deck yeah. itself. But yeah, I don't know. I, I feel, think they'll hit some of the old Fire King stuff. I can see it, but then that'll be the the slap on the wrist in a way. It'll be the slap on the wrist for snake, for the snake eye players at least wherever it's playing snake eyes. It's gonna be a slap on the wrist on that one, and I feel like the second ban list after that after they checked on on fire stuff, the second one it's gonna ban cards like it's gonna like hit some of the snake eyes. Like I have a feeling that. Poplar. Poplar needs to be hit. Yeah. Poplar. Needs to be hit. Because right now, it's, I I see a lot of deck lists. People only play two maximum. I don't see that many people playing free unless unless you've seen it playing free. Um, because you can still search it. So it, I don't see the reasoning why you need to play free. So one or two is fine. And if you limit to one, it really doesn't do much because 
you know, Bonfire, Ash, and uh, Inferno Banshee. Like, like mm-hmm. there's so many ways to search popular. So you hit it to one. I guess that's your check, quote unquote, check. Ha, slap in the wrist. Snake eyes. We're watching you. Careful. We're watching at you. And the next band list after that, and that's when they're going to have to hit popular because popular is a very broken card design, you know, like normal special effect, you know, search. Oh, when it's being searched, you get to special. That's like there's so many outlets with this card alone, alone. Yeah. That it just comes off like literally the if the whole entire game can just be played normal summon popular effect and then just go off. And then you just got your super broken snake eyes combo board shit, you know, which it, it, it the because the board itself is it's not broken. The board is not broken. Like it's like I cannot play. Like you can. What I Affects you is the interruptions. Like they have so many interruptions that it doesn't let you play. Yeah. And by the time you try to play, they're already made so many stupid combos that it's like, oh shit, then you know, all right, then never mind. So yeah, because it's like they summon like a monster that doesn't do anything by itself, but because you summon it, it destroys something on your field. Mm-hmm. So then it's like they just gain like a bunch of monsters that short. They don't really negate or anything but they already just they destroyed your board as you were trying to build it exactly that's that's the whole shenanigans with uh with snake eyes that's why you see a lot of people play the mascarena because mascarena into sp sp you know banish banish then you know banish again you know it just goes nuts so you already got free so you got that free interruptions then sp cannot be targeted by card effects because of mascarena's effect then you got, you know, whatever shenanigans you get out of the Abel Star because you could go to, you know, the Abel Star to Formula Synchro, Synchro to Barone. That's already another interruption. It's like, there's just so many things that, like, by the time you're trying to catch up, it's already too late. Yeah, like, it, it, the deck is not. So I feel like the this next band list is going to be before or during Legacy of Destruction. Hear me out. Because when was the mm-hmm. last ban list? It was uh, December, right? Like January 1st is when it went into effect. Went to effect, but it was announced in December, right? End of December, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, three months. April. April, we should, yeah. we should expect a ban list by April. By the time uh, Legacy of Destruction gets released, you know? Or during, after Legacy of Destruction. Like... I, I see that the sneak peek is on the 20th and the release of Legacy is going to be the last week of May, of April. So I'm pretty sure they're going to announce the ban list in April and it's going to go to effect like the first, like the first day of May or the fifth day of May or something like that. Something, something around those rounds. Because yeah. that's, that, because May is going to be like, you know, regional season. YCS and you and other crap, you know. So I feel like that's gonna be the fin, and it's gonna, it's just gonna slap Snake Eyes because they still wanna, because there's more Snake Eyes support coming out on Legacy of Destruction, so they they don't wanna kill the deck completely, but they they wanna 
check it so that way people can like still buy cards for legacy so they for can... other other stuff yeah yeah the, the whole Konami they better business. not hit cash it's not gonna hit cash like cash if they hit mecha phantom beast i'll be okay but they better not hit cash bro that's that'll be a bullshit call to hit cash like but it's winning. It's topping a lot of regionals. Yeah, it's topping a lot of regionals. But you, if you see the the representation of cash, you only see like one or two percent of it versus like Fire King or Fire Snake Eyes. It's just like sixteen uh, to sixty four percent. Like it's been a very dominant side again. Tier zero format. It's only Fire cards that's, that that. Yeah, lets you but win. I mean they hit Rika. And only one person in Europe was playing it. I'm pretty sure it's because everybody in the States hate Rika cards because they know, like, where can I hit you? Like, where can I hand trap you? Is it right here? Where can I stop you? Is it here? No? Okay. Then I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I hate, I, yeah. I hate Rika, too. I'm not going to lie. I hate Rika. So I'm, I'm happy that they hate Rika. But for Snake Eyes... Yeah, bro. I I just don't see cash. Like cash once again comes back again to be a, a meta contender. I feel like it's a great mid-range deck. And I feel like you kind of need a deck like cash that can play under shifter to balance things out. Cash alone doesn't do much. It doesn't have like it, it's not like it was with Arisar that you know Arisar Shangri-La you got fucking a macrocosmo plus blocking your zones. Not many people are playing Shangri-La. By itself it doesn't do much. Only when you're playing on the shifter. That's when it's like holy shit shifter. You know it's like okay what are I doing? Yeah. Other than that it's a good it's a good deck to play. It's a good mid-range deck, but it's but it's not as broken as it was when it was like meta dominance. And then you got the voiceless that are starting to appear. Like and and they're like the only really competitive deck that can go toe-to-toe with the fire stuff. So I don't think any decks that are right now currently playing in the current meta. This is me speculating, but I don't think any deck will get hit only fires like either fire king okay. and and or snake eyes or both like i can see popular getting one and i can see the the fire king the the monster negate getting banned i can see that that's a good prediction any other cards i don't think there will be more of a hit if they hit make a phantom piece i'm calling it it's because of because it generates tokens yeah, for cash. For yeah. cash, yeah. If 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 they ban that card, and it's like at that point, just ban every fucking mega phantom beast card. So you got like, what the fuck? Like it's everything's bring. Okay, old lion. Then let's put old lion back in the deck. Like I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the only that's the only feel. Like anything else, I I can see cards getting unbanned. I can see a lot of cards getting like limited Zubiac. to one. Or unlimited. Like I get title. Title has to come out on this one. Like we already got uh, like three of the four dragon rulers. Let's bring out the title, the final front. Come on, let's go. The final front. <laughs> I don't 
they'll do it. They'll do it time just for Tempai, just for you. It's, it's funny. Tempai is actually I, actually good with uh. Oh man, you can't see it. What I can't see what title. Uh, <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, I got title two. Secret before. rare. Secret buy rare. Cheap, bro. <laughs> buy it cheap. cheap. Oh yeah. I got all those cards before before it was becoming a thing. Yeah, I'm waiting for title, bro. Title's the only from uh, frontier, man. Um I don't I know. I think Zodiac's gonna be. They have to. They they already did it in T in Master Duel. Okay. If they did it in Master Duel, then fine. Trident could come back. Trident could come back. That's fine. Bring back, bring back Zuria. See if, if it goes. If Zuria comes Zuria back garage. again w- w- with some bullshit engine and then just spans out Trident again, no more Zuria after this. No more Zuria. It's like, oh, just let's move on for the deck. Zuria cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Bet. <laughs> I'll make it work, bro. Yeah, trust me. Yeah, I know you'll make it work for sure. You you found out the most bullshit ways to make Castro work with whatever. Hey, the, that's that what's that's what makes you a great Yu-Gi-Oh player, man, and a funny one too. Um, Thanks. <laughs> uh, last thing I want to talk about before we move on TCG talk is the whole Yu-Gi-Oh Chronicles thing. Yo! I oh got bamboozled. Gotcha, bitch. I feel Everyone bamboozled. Did. You too, right? Yeah. What a missed opportunity. Dog, how how do you how do you fumble the bag like that? You give us a trailer expecting that oh we're gonna see chapters like we're gonna see episodes of, of fully fledged animations of these archetypes, and so far all I'm seeing is the same shit that I saw in the trailer. Three minute three seconds. What? What does this tell me? Chapter one, Maiden and the Azure of Silver Eyes. Okay. What is this telling me? This is tell me anything, bro. This is going to be the whole Chronicles thing. They fumbled the bag, bro. This, they had a golden opportunity and they fumble it, man. I'm very disappointed. At the same time, I shouldn't. So hit the button on me. Congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> I, I should- told you, I had like a feeling that this was gonna, like that video was like a thank you video, for, like thanks for playing Yu Gi Oh! And I was like, bruh, when I saw Melfi, I was like, nah, there's no way to do the Melfi episode, bro. <laughs> bro. And we're now in chapter two, and, and it's the spirit charmer. This is like five seconds of the same fit, the same thing that's in the. Again, yeah. Hit myself with the button. Congratulations. I should have known better because it's Konami. I've had my run-ins with Konami before and with video games with it with with then doing the whole fucking Hideo Kojima thing that they did they did him dirty with Metal Gear Solid. I should have known like this is their MO. They emotional This is their MO. So I don't know why I was this disappointed. When I knew it was like this is this is what they do go. So congratulations, you played yourself. Oh, what a fumble, bro. What do you think? 
I mean, it's a letdown. I think everyone wanted this to be a thing. Everyone wanted it to be a thing. And but it's a fumble because I yeah, I think people would definitely like watch it. Not only would they watch it, but people who have never been into Yu-Gi-Oh! or never got into Yu-Gi-Oh! And but they're true hardcore anime fans, they'll see this, they'll see episodes of it. They were like, oh shit. So is this like in the like in the card games? Is this part of it? Man, I wanna I wanna try this out. I wanna see how this one works. Oh damn! Yeah. Let me let me let me buy the two the two starter deck bots and play with my friend. Like I tell I tell like non Yu Gi Oh people it's like oh I like the lore of my cards and they're like, what Yu Gi Oh lore? You mean just kids fighting to save the world? I was like no. Let me no. tell you about Rise Heart. Let me tell you about and his Rise. journey to and his <laughs> journey to take over all his other versions. Let me tell you about um, the Alba story. You think Lord of the Rings is good? Wait until I tell you Alba's story. Yeah. Or again, like if, if they if they do it where they do the deck uh archetype reveals in this format, I'll be okay with that. At least something. But don't say it was like a one-time video and we're never seeing anything like this ever again. That'll be crazy. No, bro, they're doing chapters every week or every so every so days they'll release a chapter of the freaking of the trailer it's like they're just chopping it into it and it's like all right so when you get to albus what am i getting just that's that little peak of it that's it nothing great oh when we get to the snake eyes and the visas what are we getting one second shot there you go bang that was it end of the chapter hold up like wait a minute what the fuck is going on here again I hit myself with the button. Congratulations. Then, you because yourself. Konami pulled the biggest gotcha bitch. Gotcha bitch. They 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 pulled that one. Very good, man. Yeah, those are my thoughts. What do you guys think about you know, this TCG and Yu-Gi-Oh's Chronicles? You think they fumble it? I think so. We believe so. Um what do you guys think about this new tier zero format, which everything is just fire? You think it's gonna last. It's fun. It's it sucks. What are we playing? Let me know in the comments down below. Any other last topics before we move on? For you, yeah, no, no. I just uh, hope to see you this week, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. I can't wait to see you. I and if we pair, let's have some fun. And if we don't pair, let's play it all afterwards. All right. Cash versus cash. Cash versus cash. That's right. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next topic. Um, upcoming video games. Um, I know Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is getting released next week. Um, Helldivers Two has been a great success so far. Have you, have your your boys started to play it? Have they got peaked interest or anything? That's a, that's a PlayStation and PC only, right? Is it? I don't know. I I think it is. Uh, my friend Paul, I think you met him. Um, yeah, he said he, he plays that like all the time. He has free time. Oh, really? He says it's like very fun game. Because he was telling me he's like, oh, I wish you had a PlayStation so we could play. And I was like, he's got to bring in an Xbox, bro. <laughs> I mean, you can technically play it on PC because I yeah they do have it on Steam. I think I saw I it somewhere. <laughs> oh, you have a Mac? Oh, no. I don't. I don't game on PC, bro. I just. I buy my console and then that lasts me forever. <laughs> hey, I'm with you. I'm I'm all about consoles, bro. I'm all about consoles, man. But speaking about consoles, you saw this report about Xbox 
Xbox is now yeah. considering having some of their exclusive games like Gears and and Starfire and others to be released at PS5 or PlayStation overall. What do you think about that? Was it was it Gears? I thought it was like some lesser like Gears was like IP. the main focus. Like Gears was like like the biggest one of the ti- and the and every article's title. It was Gears and like two other games. There are only oh, I think Fable was also one of them. It's exclusive, but I know Gears was like like yeah, we, like they're in the talks to see if we can bring Gears to Sony to PlayStation. That, I mean, for I I have both consoles, so I don't care. Yeah. I play Gears regardless. Gears is fucking fire, and I hope they can make our remaster edition or because we need to bring. We need to bring back to life that franchise. Like we need, we need something. Um, but bringing it to back to HD and bringing it to a PlayStation is a very powerful move. But makes me believe, like, does this mean that we're ending Xbox exclusives? Like, there's not gonna be any more Xbox exclusives, or uh, you think this is a desperate move on Xbox because? You know, their um, financial situation is not going well after they just purchased a huge company and at the same time doing layoffs and whatnot. I think that's possible. Um, I know Phil Spencer had an interview like last week and he still didn't name the four games. He just said, I'm trying to read his statement. He said that Starfield and Indiana Jones are not part of the first four games coming to PS5. Okay. And he didn't name which four games would are part of the first four. Mm. I mean, like, even though I only play Xbox, it's like, I don't care. They like they're porting games from like five years ago over. Like, or you know, like let's say they do Gears 5. It's like that game is so old at this point. I don't really care if it's on PlayStation. I didn't yeah, I think I mean, if it's like if it's like day one release, now it's on both, then like I can see people being like upset. Upset. Because it's yeah. like, why did I like purchase xbox but it's like if they bring over like the gears trilogy remastered over to playstation it's like i'm not gonna get upset that's an old game like i don't i don't even play that anymore you know and i think that's why he kind of just said like starfield and Indiana jones are not coming over like immediately mm. to let people know it's like hey like if you still want to play these games you still have to be on xbox i just think they're trying to like maximize their profits at the end of the day it's like if it's an old game and we pour it over like they just make money I feel like and I don't think fans are gonna be upset. That's like, oh my god, they brought Halo Three to PlayStation Five. You know, like that'll be fire if they bring Halo to PlayStation. Like, yeah, but I, not, but not bringing Halo Infinite, the one that just came out. They're bringing no, maybe but, Halo Three, Halo Four. Yeah, because Infinite, five, is, but not you, you can play it on on PC, like on Steam, like I did. I played it on on Steam. But again, uh, there's people that are only like console only, like 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 I mean, like us by mm-hmm. choice, but. There's a lot of people that's like they're a kid and the only thing they have is like one console. Mm. Then like oh like maybe they can also buy a PC and now they get some Xbox exclusive right onto a PlayStation. Um, so that kind of makes sense. I don't know. As a fan, like I'm not let her about it. I don't think I've mm-hmm. been like, oh my god, I like e- even if Halo came out at, on PlayStation on day one, I don't think I would have cared. Because it's just more people to play against. I don't know. That's how I see it. But yeah. again, I play very multiplayer. I know you play very like 
like driven, driven, like story yeah. driven player. So I don't know how, how I don't know how you feel about that. Um, honestly, more time. I feel like this is more of the nostalgia factor hitting me. If anything, this is more nostalgia to me. So like, if they decided to bring, um, if they do decide to bring uh, freaking gears to to PlayStation. This is more for nostalgia uh, reasons for me. So people like me that that have both consoles or have played both of them, they can just like replay the game again and just enjoy like the good times. It's like, oh my god, I remember when I was a kid, I played Gears, and oh my god, this was a scary scene or this was a tough battle. It's like, oh my god, I get to replay it again, fully HD yeah. on PlayStation with the graphics and whatnot. Um, that's one of them. Another thing is obviously for those hardcore PlayStation fans that you know they're not gonna play any games other than PlayStation. For them to see opportunity to play Gears and see like, all right, let's see what's the fuss about it, and revamp the franchise itself only on a broader audience. That will get a lot of people to purchase it at one hundred percent. A lot of PlayStation uh, users will purchase the game. I, I can fully agree that they will. And they're definitely going to like play the online game. So the way I see it, the way I see it, they can go like how they're doing it in Konami with Metal Gear Solid. They just released mm -hmm. uh, Metal Gear Solid Volume 1 collection. It allows you to play like the free main franchise games like Solid 1, Solid 2, and then Solid 3 Snake Eater. And I'm pretty sure on the next volume, we're going to play, they're going to put like Peace Walker and uh, Solid 4 and Solid 5 or Ryzen. And then probably, probably right, volume 3 will be the, the extras, the Ryzen and other stuff. I don't know. I feel like they can take that approach and capitalize and make more money out of it. So put game, Gears of War for 1 for free to bundle it up nice and neatly. And put it on PlayStation and then have everybody who's a very campaign driven played all three campaigns back to back. They're going to be like hours stoked about it. And then if they love it really much, they can go to the online. They'll have the one online presence. They'll play the multiplayer on and have all the mats from all the gears and all the weapons. So that way it's mm -hmm. all bundled up in one in one game, you know, and then yeah. you're going to get a lot of money out of it. And then if you make a part two. You make part two with, you know, Gears of War, the Judgment Day, uh, the fourth Gears and the fifth Gears. See, there's already six games divided in two and people are still yeah. going to buy it. People will definitely going to buy it. And then you have like that, the second volume, again, the multiplayer experience. And then you got all the skins and whatnot. And then and all that shit, I can see that happening. And if they do cross platform, even better. It will just gonna yeah. go nuts, and then after the success of those, that's when they're gonna go. Oh yeah, Gears sits first on Xbox, and then later, later down yeah. the year, we'll release it on on PS5. Which they kind of did that with Ghostwire. They it was exclusively first for PlayStation, and then when mm -hmm. when um, Microsoft bought Bethesda, they owned the rights of that game. So a year later, they they released that game on Xbox with additional content, which it was free for all the PlayStation uh, 
users, but it was already additional content to add on the Xbox version. So they I, did that with Deathloop, right? I think so. I think they did that as well. Yeah. So I feel like that's how it's gonna be. Like I think that's exactly how most mostly some of these Xbox exclusives are gonna die it out, and it's gonna be jumping to all platforms, and they're just gonna be like first dips on us. Then we'll release it on others. Like I yeah. can see that happening with uh, shit with any Activision game, any Blizzard game, like any Best Fed Out game. Like I can see it happening. Like it's gonna be cross platform, but first the Xbox players are gonna have first dips, and like two weeks later or a month later or so, then everybody else is gonna have it. But first, it's going to be sold to Xbox and then everybody. So I feel like if they're going to do that route with Gears or any other, it's going to go to PlayStation. I feel that's how it's going to be play out. They're going to bundle up into two two different games, all in one games. And then later on, the Sits will announce. And then the Sits is going to be first to Xbox and then a year later to PlayStation. I feel like that's... Yeah, and a- also, I, I feel like... They might add it to Game Pass, but then on PlayStation, you have to fully pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's actually another another trick that they can actually pull. I can see that. I can see that happening. And it's a good business move. I mean, I mean, if you're hemorrhaging money and you need money to sell, this is the best way to recover some of that money. 100 percent You're gonna have an entire PlayStation fandom buying this game. So I I hope it does happen. I hope. I don't know. We'll see. Things can go left real quick. But your mm-hmm. thoughts of this? Like I said, I'm not. I'm not against it. Like even though I'm like diehard Xbox, like I'm not mm-hmm. like a hater and gonna cry that PlayStation is getting it. It's just yeah. More, okay. You know, it should be gamer first, not companies first. You know. <laughs> yeah, but when when companies like Xbox, that they only think about uh, with the money and not their brains. You know, that's when you get those sticky situations, you know. But let us know in the comments out below what you guys think about these late, latest games that we're having. And also, what do you think about this sudden move that they're planning to do? Like, it's not a concrete thing. It's not It's not really happening, but it's fun to play around. You think it, it might happen? You think this is a smart business move? Let us know in the comments down below. <laughs> Moving on to the last two topics that we got to talk about. Um, Last two topics. Uh... Madam Web. I've not watched it, but I so far I've heard nothing but bad reviews and a cast of actresses that knows nothing about the Marvels. Or hold on, let me rephrase that. A cast that has done zero research about the roles that they were playing or about the whole entirety of the Marvels. They're just like playing actors that they don't know anything about comics. That you can mm-hmm. tell that. Um, I have not watched it. I don't know anything about it except that I'm not going to plan to watch it. But you watched it. What? No, I didn't. You haven't watched it. <laughs> I thought you did. Nani? No, I said I was going to, but I couldn't convince anyone else to go. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to go. I was like, the reviews are that bad that no one I know wants to go. I was like, that's fine. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I don't uh, need to see it. Because I think when we talked about the trailer, I said I was probably going to go see it, but I was like, right. I'm not going by myself. 
again, if no it, other human being wants to go with me. I'm not gonna go, <laughs> bro. Again, it's it's like what I said previously on the uh, on the podcast. Like, did we really ask about this movie? Did anybody say, yeah, Madam Web, we need that one? <laughs> but I feel like it's something that Sony had to do to keep the Spider-Man license. License, yeah. Yeah, because otherwise, if they don't produce a Spider- Spider-Man-esque movie for a certain amount of time, they lose that license. It's in, it's in the clause. So... Yes, Sony, that's their biggest baby, the Spider-Man. And they want that. Like, they don't want to lose it. And Marvel is so quick, like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Oh, what's going to happen? And I feel like Sony cannot continue to make shitty-ass Spider-Man movies like this so they can keep Marvel. the license. Like, they're, gonna, they're hemorrhaging money by doing that. They're not getting any regret. It's an automatic loss. Like, the only movies that's been successful is literally the main Spider-Man movie franchises, the main movies, and Venom. And Venom, Venom 1 did great. Venom 2 was like, so-so, good, good, not bad, good. But then they're already in the talks for a third Venom movie. And I'm like, okay, what are we doing? Like, is it going to be as good as the first Venom? Is it going to be as good as, as you know, any other Spider-Man movies? Or is it going to be just like the other shithole spinoffs that we got, like Morbius and Madam Web? I, again, we haven't seen it, but we can just judge based on our, our frustrations before by, because of the trailer. And also because of the casting, I've seen some of the interviews I'm just going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they're just playing around. They're just trolling. You know, it's, they're not being serious. But some of the some of their like questions and whatnot makes me think like, bro, you didn't even do your research on this character or any character whatsoever. Like, like, and they're not bad actresses. I, it's just I feel like the movie itself, the script is just bad. Like you can make any you can put any great actor or actress on any movie if the movie sucks it sucks nine times out of ten it's mostly because of the writing not because of the actor there's the few occasions where we got the actors is actually yeah you were pretty bad in that movie and you were bad in it but like for example perfect example the first wonder woman movie that was a great movie Great casting and everything. Great movie. The sequel? Mm -hmm. Again, great casting. But it was dog shit. The movie sucked. The storyline just like was blah. And the and there was not enough character development for the anti-villains. Uh, uh, like, and the anti-villain did not make more sense. And it was great casting. But the script was bad. It was that bad. So that's like yeah. a, a perfect example I can give of. It's like, yeah, you could be a great actress or great actor in a movie and it's still sucking because of, of the writing or, or, or the direction. Because sometimes it, it, sometimes it could be studio interference. Studio interferes way too much and that can lead to bad movies. And we've seen it very, multiple times. Or it could also be that the director wasn't good enough to see or flesh out the movie's success because they couldn't 
past how bad it is and they're just like, no, no, it's going to be good. That's another contributing factor. Or as well, the, what I was saying, the writers sucked. Or writers didn't know what mm-hmm. they were doing or anything. There's so many, a lot of contributions as to what a bad movie. In this matter web, I just feel like just a combination of the actress, the actresses weren't that good in it and with the bad writing. And people may may hear this and they say, oh, you're just misogynistic. I was like, bro, <sighs> no, bro, I'm not trying to be misogynistic. No, I'm not hating on women. No, I, re- I have a wife. I have lots of nieces and cousins. I have a mother. Like, I love women. Like, it's not that. It's I'm all about can you execute the work? Can you do it? Yes, or works good in the hood for me. You can't do it, then you just simply suck. That's it. You're just bad. That's where I stand. I don't discriminate or judge or anything based of whatever of your ethnicity or your sexual orientation or anything. I don't discriminate based on that. No, I don't discriminate and judge and criticize based on your work. If you yeah. suck, you suck. There's not there's not much to it. Like if you're good, you're good. I re- Your I work su- should speak for yourself. Exactly. Exactly. The, the other day I saw a, a TikTok video about this um this comedian. She she's been voice, she voice acts for, for a couple of cartoons and whatnot. And she's trying to she's trying to be the, uh, go to the comedian route, you know, try, try to tour, be a stand-up comedian right now. And she's not having a lot of success out of it. Most of it, it's because uh, she sucks. That she's not very, uh, she's not very good comic. She's maybe good at voice acting and doing com- uh, comedian voice acting, but she's not very good at stand-up comedy. Right? It happens. So she, her excuse was like, "Oh, watch, I'm, like I'm gonna dress up as a man. I'm gonna and I'm gonna do my comments, and you guys are gonna see that." Oh, yeah, it's because I'm a woman. That's why you guys are telling me this. Which, sidebar, no, because we see a lot of women that are great comedians, like uh, like Just a Mess, Miss Patty LaBelle, like um, Wanda Sykes. Like what, what, like, what are we talking about? There's a lot of good comedian women. Like, if I, dude, what, Sarah Silverman. Like, what are we talking about? Like, it's not because of that. It's like, no, you suck, you suck. So back to the story. She dresses as a man to prove her point. Like, see, if I make these jokes as a guy, I'll get more laughs. Wouldn't you know it that when she dressed up as a guy and went to the comedy store, made, she made some of the jokes? Nobody laughed. She bombed hard. <laughs> and, when, and when she get out, she start crying. And it's like, I can't believe it. And, and you got the jazz man next to her like, no, you're great. Like, this is just, this is starter, this and that. But it was only there that she realized, like, oh, my God, I truly suck. And I'm like, congratulations. Yeah. You played yourself. It's yeah. not because you're a woman or anything. No, it's just you're not good. Mm-hmm. But it's a good thing that she saw it first hand instead of always saying, like, oh, it's because I'm a woman. That's why. Like, no, bro, you just suck. That's it. There's nothing against you. It's just that not. It, this is not for everybody. Come back and become have better jokes. Rewrite and run up. And come back again, then okay, we may have something. So I feel the same thing with this movie and 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 any other movies, you know. I also seen on TikTok going back to like a previous point you made that like 
they keep trying to blame that Sony is trying to trick actors into thinking they're signing up for like the MCU, but they're not really. And I'm like, Money. I don't think that's true. Like, I don't think it's Sony's fault. Because second of all, I'm like most of these people are like rich. Like, right. like you, you're gonna tell me you couldn't do a five minute inner like research and realize that like Sony's not part of MCU. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but it's because it, they also said um, I think Bad Bunny signed up. Mm-hmm. to be in one of the move, Sony movies and he just backed out because someone told him like yo that's not MCU but like he posted that he was going to be part of MCU like, a, a future yeah a future Sony movie in the MCU and then yeah. he, like he backed out because they're like no you're not bro <laughs> but that's what I'm saying I think one of the I think the main actress like fired her like agency mm. of, of this they, movie like, Madam Web like once she got like once they finished she like fired them and was like, you guys like misled me to thinking it was like an MCU movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. But I mean, I kind of forget that because if you're paying an agency to get you stuff and then they're lying yeah. to you and telling you like, hey, like, oh, this is MCU. And they they like, why am I paying you money to do yeah, I agree. Like, the research and who, give me the gigs if you're mis- like lying to me? Who was it? Like um, Dakota Johnson or Sin- or Sydney yeah, Sweetie? I think is it was it Johnson. The- I might be wrong. Dakota Johnson, I, the main, the main one. Yes. Okay. Yes. I okay. think. I think. Okay. But I just know one of them. Like, literally just fired their like their agency to like um get them like you know, uh shows and stuff because because you know it, it was misleading. But at the same time, it's, I don't think Sony is purposely doing that. Like they no. come to the hey, we have a Spider Man movie. No. Like, like I don't. I just don't see it. And otherwise, haven't you not watched? Like, have you not paid attention to what's happening with the movies and Marvels and shit? Like, have you not paid attention that Marvel's studios is owned by Disney, and any Spider Man is owned by Sony? Like, how how do you not pay attention to it? Let alone have. If, I have mean, you, if you're not into you, that space, you're not into that space. Like, I'm not going to blame someone for not knowing every single, like, MCU interaction with the studios if you're not into comic book movies. But then again, but then again, you know? but then again, st- then again, two things. But then again, yeah, fire your team because yeah. it's your team's job. Or do your own research. <laughs> you can do your own research, yeah. Uh, it's, their time, it's their time that you're paying them that they're supposed to tell you. And second, um... Crap, what was my second point out of it? It was like, yeah, you can either fire a team because they didn't do the research that you could have done the research out of it. Yeah, I just I just find it hard to believe that Sonny would do that. They're, I, they're not very sloppy like that. And, and especially, again, if they're very, very, very tight with their Spider-Man licensing that they don't want to give it out to Marvel, I doubt that they're like that loose on that one little thing. It's like, yeah, this is not yeah. a guarantee that you're gonna be in the MCU. I, because <sighs> I think I, I think maybe the the villain of that movie, or I think he's friends with Gamora, and then Gamora, like the the actress that plays Gamora. Oh, Zoe Zaldana. Yeah. Okay. Wait, no, I'm sorry, not Gamora. Uh, Nebula. The oh, like the, okay, the blue one, the, yeah, the blue one. one. Yeah, 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 sorry, yeah. Nebula, Nebula. Yeah, the actress. Um, and okay. The actress says she's like, oh yeah, I love doing MCU movies. So but he, he wasn't doing an MCU movie. He was doing a Sony movie. Oh, uh, huh. So, but I think like he went up like, oh, I got invited to do like a Marvel movie. And it's like, well, it's not Marvel. a Marvel movie. It's a Spider-Man spinoff. Like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But it probably like, his agent, whoever probably told him like, oh yeah, or this is a Marvel movie. Yeah. The, and yeah, 
agents, the scumbags. Yeah, yeah. They, they should I mean, have they, done they the They probably research. get a cut. Mm-hmm. They probably get a cut off the contract. Yeah. But yeah, to, to me, to me, it's like I don't think Sony really is misleading people. I don't think no. they're going like, hey, like we're part of like I don't think so because MCU, blah, blah, no, blah. And, and if anything, they're very open about like how, how they're not part of the MCU in that they're like, mm-hmm. no, we're just borrowing Spider-Man to the MCU. They don't own Spider-Man. We just like borrow it or we're collabing with them. They're very vocal yeah. about that. So no, I don't think they're that they they'd be misleading. And if anything, the misinterpretation or miscommunication or it has to it had to come from the agency or the team or the management company thinking that oh it's it's a Marvel movie, but in reality it's not, you know. So it's it not, it, yeah. it had to be from the team. Yeah, I can see that. Also like something that I really wish actors and actresses stop doing that, stop doing this, is that if you don't know much about your character, you don't know much about the bad story, or you don't know much about anything that's comic or Marvel, stop saying shit in the interviews. It's like, oh yeah, Madam Wanda, I, uh, I grew up, I grew up Spider-Man, I saw her, and I was like, yeah, that's my character. That's like, bro, if you saw Spider-Man, you know what Madam Web does. She's an evil bitch. Like, what <laughs> are we talking about? <laughs> Like, yeah, being a, a woman, part of being Spider-Woman and this, like, it's been a lifelong dream. And I'm like, Doug, you, you you just, you played Euphoria not too long ago. And any other movie, you just play like this hot chick, blonde girl. You're going to go ahead and tell me you've been a, a, a life, long time, lifetime comic. And you, have you done nothing but reading Spider-Man and you, Spider-Woman and you, and that's your character. Spider-Woman, that's your favorite MCU characters, Spider Woman, not Gamora, not Miss Marvel, not you know the Wasp or any other wo- woman. No, no, no. Wanda, Wanda, yeah, just her, just her. Mm. Like I wish actors and actresses can stop bullshitting the people and audience. Say like, oh yeah, I grew up with Spider Man. Yeah, yeah like, like I, I feel like until when people are not genuine. Yeah. Like you can sense when people are not genuine because you don't like they're just saying stuff, but it doesn't sound like they're enthusiastic about mm-hmm. like about it. Just like when we talk about Yu-Gi-Oh, it's like we can talk about you for hours and like we're like into it. Right. But like these people, they don't sound like they're into it. it. Sounds like they're just repeating something like an agent or publicist told them to say. Exactly. Especially 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 when they're complaining and fired their team because they got misled saying that this is not an, a Marvel movie, this is a Sony m- movie. That just yeah. proves me that you don't do your research and you don't know anything about the movie or its characters. You don't know nothing. You're just there to pick, get a, get a paycheck and call it a day. Like like Henry Cavill, like you know he's into what he does. Yeah, like, like he, he you feel that energy. Oh yeah, yeah. You can definitely tell with Henry Cavill and 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 any. I mean, shit. Look at any any other like MCU actor. Like fucking. Four, like Chris Hemsworth can t- feel you like, yeah, I'm four. Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. There's nobody going to replace him. Nobody's going to replace him as Iron Man. And, it, and it's because of that role as Iron Man that revived his career. And he killed mm-hmm. it. So, like, you can see how these guys did the research and they and they lived the parts and whatnot. And then you got these fake ones. It's like, yeah, 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 I read Spider-Woman. It's like, there's not that many spider woman comics out there let alone series yeah like um like jason momoa i don't know if you saw recently that um 
when he first like interviewed for DC, mm-hmm. like he thought when he got a call back, he was like, "Oh, I'm probably gonna play Lobo," and then it was like, "No, you're gonna be Aquaman." It's like most people who didn't even know who Lobo is unless you really know like DC. Yeah, and, like, exactly. Stuff like that. For Jason Momoa, you might think, oh, he might be like a, a Superman because, you know, jacked or whatever. Mm-hmm. His mind was like, I'm Lobo. And I was like, that's such a weird character to pick. But and he was like, no, you're Aquaman. So, like, I feel like just like that, like just you saying that, like, okay, I feel like, you know, like, are you at least dabble in like comics? Exactly. Like at least. Yeah, at least you let me believe that you dabble a little bit. You're not a pro, but at least yeah. you know what Lobo is. Yeah. By the way, guys, if you don't know who Lobo is, he's like an anti-hero or villain or whatever you want to pull it in the Superman universe. He's like the anti-Kryptonite. Like that guy is like and like OPOP. Like it takes He's like he's like Deadpool. Yeah. Because he like trolls like everyone. Like even I think he does like fourth wall breaks. Yeah, and he calls himself what is it, the main man, <laughs> and 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 he's just OP, like yeah, like it takes forever to kill him, and yet he's he's that strong, so yeah, Madam Web, flopping flop. By the way, talking about flops, I saw Ms. Marvel. I finally saw it on Disney Plus. It was good. Nani? That's what I said. <laughs> It was good for... I don't know why many people are like criticizing the movie that much. It was fairly good. I, I fairly enjoy it. And and yeah, you said it correctly. It, it, gave the, it gave us a brief of what's happening so that way you won't get lost. So that way, if you feel like, oh, you don't know what's going on, they'll give you a small detail. And if you haven't seen the the any of the Disney shows, oh, they'll, they'll give you a, a small background on it and bam. Everything was good. Like somehow the script made sense of being straight to the point. It just made sense. Yeah. The villain, I was, was like, they, they, they didn't drag it on. They yeah. didn't make it to a two, three hour movie. They were like, we can do this in an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. And it, and it worked out. Yeah. The villain, I was like iffy about it. I was like, uh. yeah, but I still don't remember her name. <laughs> that's how I felt about it. But the movie is good. I, yeah, I give a three out of five or three point five out of five. I can't say it's a bad movie. I wouldn't, and I'm I wouldn't say like oh it's a flop either. Like it's actually a pretty good movie. But I feel like a movie like that makes sense for me to watch it on stream on TV, not watch it on theaters. Like a movie like Black mm-hmm. Widow, I I wish I didn't spend money on watching it on theaters. I wish I could have just waited and see it on Disney Plus because it felt like that's the type of movie that I would watch on um, on stream. I would not watch it on on the theaters. And Miss Marvel was, was another one. It's like it's a good thing I saw it on the stream, but it was good. It was good. Yeah, I don't know. I I wanted. I just wanted to say that to move on to the last topic. Mm-hmm. Um, last topic was uh, Quentin Tarantino is gonna retire, bro. Yeah. To be honest, like. I have not seen. I think the only movie I've seen is probably Kill Bill, and I was like a little, I was like a little kid when that came out. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You haven't seen any Quentin Tarantino movie other than Kill Bill? No. Nani? I don't. I don't. I haven't seen Pulp Fiction. I don't really watch movies before I was born. <laughs> hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Bro, Pulp Fiction aired even before I was born, and I still watch it. Or after I was born. I don't know. I still watch it. Anything that's Quentin Tarantino. My God. Wow. This is. Wow. You have homework now. 
I have homework now. Damn. Yeah. Have you have you at least seen the second Kill Bill? Yeah, but I said I was like a kid. I would have to rewatch them just to remember. I might, I might just start rewatching them. Oh, just my because God, this bro, final movie is gonna come out. I don't want to be a fake fan. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't watched. So you you haven't even watched uh, Dust Till Dawn, the one with George Clooney in it. No. I am Paul Fitchin and Django with Jamie Foxx. I'm I'm telling you, I I checked his like films before we started the podcast. I was like, Yo. nah, bro. At <laughs> least saw Kill Bill. I can't believe that was when I was a kid. I can't believe this is. We're gonna end this podcast. I was wow. ready to like. <laughs> I was ready to like say, all right, name your top five Quentin Tarantino movies. But like, well, that went up the window. I mean, you can name your top five. <laughs> Well, my top five for sure. It'll be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's uh, Leo and, and Brad Pitt. Funny okay. ass movie. And, it, and there's blood in it. So definitely it's a Tarantino movie. Django. I never watched it. And when my, I watched it with my cousin, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, Inglorious Bastards for sure. Kill Bill 1 and 2, I put it together. Kill Bill 1 and 2 because essentially it is mm-hmm. one movie. And then Pulp Fiction. Those are like my my top five. So if you're going to watch any Tarantino movies, watch the five that I mentioned. Rewatch again Kill Bill 1 and 2 so that way you can get the gist of it. Watch Pulp Fiction. Watch Inglorious Bastards. Django. And Once Upon a Time in, in Hollywood. And then if you have time, you can also watch the Hateful Eight, which is another good movie. Okay, I, I was about to ask about that one. Yeah. That the, one looks interesting. The Hateful Eight is actually pretty good. Okay. Yeah, so you got some homework to watch those movies, man. I'm not going to spoil anything If it's else. on Max, I'll probably, I'll probably watch. I can't believe you're making me want to like, all right, let me see where you can watch this. <laughs> I mean, I can do it after. You don't have to do it for me right now. It's fine. I'm pretty sure some of his oh. movies in, is in uh, in Matt's. Okay. Yeah. Some of them are in Amazon Prime as well. Apple TV. Okay. Let me see. Tarantino Stream. Yeah. Right now, um, I'm re-watching House. Oh, wow. Because I love House. Um, once I finish that, I'll, I'll move on to some of these movies. Oh, I'm also watching Reacher. I'm doing like a watch party every Monday. Yo. With, like, my friends. So like every... Every Monday we go out to eat and then we come to my place and watch like two episodes. So we're on the Fire. final. So next week we're going to do uh, episode seven and eight of the s- season two. All right. So next time, next week, we can actually talk about uh, Reacher then because I'm already all caught up with okay. Reacher. I'm, I like season one. It's definitely. Yeah. Season. Good. We could talk about it on the, on the next and on the next, next one. Yeah. yeah. Next one, so that way we could have a full review of Reacher season one and two and what to expect on season three, you know. Um, I think we're gonna clock out right here, man. We're gonna wrap this up right here. Um, you got anything else you want to say? Any any last thoughts? Well, for this week, Borderlands trailer is coming out. Oh, shit, you're right. I don't know if you saw the like the movie, Kevin Hart's in it. Some <laughs> Jimmy some Lee Curtis is there, Kate Blanchett, yeah. Jack Black yeah. is um, in there. Like, wow, okay, he's there. So it's gonna be interesting trailer. And then the week after, so next week, we get the Pokemon Day. Oh my god! Yes. Uh, 
And I think there's a Nintendo Direct soon. I yeah, there's a di- next week. Nintendo Direct's happening Part- next partner week. Partner Direct. Yeah. Partner, Pokemon yeah. presents on Tuesday. Ooh. That's going to be good. A lot of predictions, man. A lot of predictions. We'll see what how it goes, man. Which, which remake you think is coming out? We gotta call it right now. <laughs> I hear a lot of fans in the rumor mill that they're probably gonna do two and one. Like they're gonna they're gonna make two remake games into one game. That's the rumor mill, or maybe that's like the fan rumor mill. Like they would wish it. they say that. And that we might actually get the announcement of the remakes of Junova and Johto this year or next year or something like that. We're getting something like I've, I'm always going to stick with it. What I, my predictions were saying earlier, and I said a couple times in the podcast, I'm going to stick with this. We're having either a remake of Johto or a remake of Junova, you know, Black and White 2 or 3 or, or Legends. In Unova or Yoto. And I feel like we're whatever it is that we're getting, we're gonna get the net the following thing next year. And we won't have a new Pokemon Gen 10 until 2026 because they say it's been confirmed that they're releasing the Switch 2 next year, like early yeah. because they delayed it. So that's already confirmed. Mm-hmm. It got delayed for the first quarter of 2025. It could be from between January to April. You know, it could be any of, any, anywhere in that quarter, you know. I feel like we're going to have another remake to go with the Switch 2. And then Gen 10, it's going to be like, all right, fully fledged, ready to go on 2026 already with the release of Switch 2. Yeah. All in it. So my predictions on Pokemon Day. I'm pretty sure they're going to announce a bunch of Pokemon bullshit games like Mystery Dungeons and whatnot or Snatch or the Concierge crap. But we're but the final thing will be a remake. It will be a remake or a Legends. But I'm calling it. I think Legend. You think it's a Legends? I'm calling Legends. Which one? You think it'll be Legends Junova or Legends Johto? Junova because we recently got not we got Johto with the 3DS virtual console. Remember, okay. they, they released on the, on, on the new 3DS, they released yeah. blue, red, yellow. And they give um, and they give the heart gold and soul silver. Yeah, yeah, gold, silver, and then crystal. Yeah. And then they had it where crystal also had Celebi in it. Because mm. remember, like, you couldn't do it unless you had, like, a certain mystery event, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. So, for the virtual console, they they put Celebi in it so you could actually capture it and transfer it. So I think like they might say like we had, that's the last time we had Johto was maybe like 2018. Mm-hmm. So I think Unova has been way longer than, than that. I can see that. Okay. I can see that happening. So the like, that's, that, that's my prediction. I might just be wrong completely. <laughs> I could be, Hey, I could be wrong too. I can see, but I, it is more plausible to see Unova, for sure. At least we're getting stuff in Unova. It is plausible. Or it could be just like how I heard in the rumors, saying that it could be Unova and Johto remake all under one game. It could be. And we can still get a Legends afterwards. We have to, because I'm, next year, they're going to skip the uh, core game. They, they're they're, they're going to skip it. There's no mm-hmm. way. 
it's too early for them to release Gen 10 next year on 2025. It's way too early. Yeah, that's next console. Exactly. So, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to stick with my predictions. Early and Violet 2, bro. Oh, my God. Please, no. (laughs) But it it actually works this time. Oh, it works. Yeah, okay. (laughs) It doesn't bug out. (laughs) If they do a Scarlet... Scarlet and Violet Part 2, they better not only have the fucking DLCs, but they better extend to another region. Like, give me Kalos. Or or let me visit Johto because Kirikami is in Johto area. Or let me visit Junova because of the Blueberry Academy. Like, give me those options. Or you can do like, oh, in Scarlet, you visit Johto. And in Violet, you visit Unova. Give me something. That'll be crazy. That's That'll be crazy. Hey, they 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 put a high ceiling on me, a high ceiling. Ever since they released Gold and Silver, the fact that you allowed yourselves to play two regions in one game means that you can fucking do it in any other game. You put yeah. that high ceiling on me, like, oh, I can play, I can do Johto, and once I'm done Johto. I can just go to Kanto and beat the eight and then do the Elite Four again. It is possible. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to see that on, on other games. You give me that high ceiling. So it has to be like, if you give me part two of oh, Scarlet, Scarlet and Violet, like I, I'm dumb. I'm dumb. Like, I'm not going to even bother purchasing. That'll be like my first Pokemon Core game that I would not purchase due to the fact that it's like, no, this is not what we asked for. And then again, it's Nintendo at the end of the day. It's Game Freak. Well, that's all I had. <laughs> that's all. That's all. It Pokemon is. next week. Pokemon next week. Let's see how it goes, guys. Let us know in the comments down below what you guys think. What are your thoughts on what's happening on Pokemon? It's getting closer. We and the leads and the rumors are it's gonna start leaking out soon. So we'll see how it goes. Um, Mike, thank you very much for coming over to the show. As always, man, plug yourself out. Let the people know where they can follow you. Oh, Mike Phoenix Hero on YouTube and TikTok. Um, if you guys want me to make deck profiles, you know, I can combos. Let me know. I try to make random stuff up. Um, and then when, you know, people do good at locals, um, I do deck profiles. So I, Wolf, I need you to win, bro. I need to win, bro. I need, <laughs> I need you, win. bro. So I can put you on my channel. <laughs> I know. I want to. I want to. I'm so eager to win, bro. I'm so eager. But yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, that's me. Let's do this, bro. Thank you very much, man. And thank you guys for tuning mm-hmm. in. And don't you forget to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes here at youtube.com slash AWGC podcast. Or you can also follow at A Wolf Engage Club. And you can check all my latest episodes there. You can also check on the audio versions on SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts at Wolves and Music or the Lone Wolf Podcast or just type in a wolf engaged cloven. You can check all my latest episodes. Comment down below. Let me hear your thoughts. Share your experiences. If you guys got a specific topic that you want me or Mike to talk about, please let us know in the comments down below. We're going to do our best to talk about it in the next episode. So, guys, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys in the next one. All right. Peace.